I kind of talk about Bitcoin or crypto final settlement. And usually this is a topic um, the Bitcoiners like to to say that Bitcoin's final settlement. Um, I suppose if you know you're looking just for Bitcoin, <laughs> uh, but most people are not looking just for Bitcoin. You know, they're looking for Bitcoin as a payment rail. And they care about the dollars, they care about the trading price, they care about moving actual real fiat through Bitcoin. Same with stablecoins. The only reason why a stablecoin has value is because you've been promised, you've been promised a one-to-one -one backing, you've been promised, you know, something for this new token. That's the only reason why it has value. And if, if, um, if you're just interested in, you know, Tether, uh, uh, sure, that works until it doesn't, until there's a run, until there's this um, belief that the market cares and comes to terms with the fact that there's more printed tethers than there are dollars backing it up, and that they create these things out of nothing all the time. So, you know, and even if I will give the Bitcoiners their, their line that Bitcoin's final settlement, only if you really want Bitcoin, which most people don't want. Um, but I'll give it to them. But they also have to give me the fact that Ethereum or Bitcoin, crypto, a decentralized blockchain, is not a really great settlement layer just because it can be attacked, it can be forked. Um, you have to wait so many blocks before you're comfortable you know, accepting this as final, you know, that it's actually settled on the blockchain itself. There's all these nuances to the settlement actually on the blockchain. And that goes to the miners and how much power they have, uh, especially with Ethereum, um, in ordering transactions and censoring and then clawing back, right? They did the, 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 um, the fork basically where they forked Ethereum, they clawed back the Ethereum DAO whenever there was that hack in 2016, and they basically said, well, we're just, this is not going to count. Um, so, so I don't know how you say Bitcoin or stable or um, blockchain can actually be considered final settlement, especially if the thing is just representing some other fiat. And that's especially true with, um, with stable coins. So I think they're just not understanding risk. I think they think that just because a, you know, you have an unhosted wallet, you, you're, you have your keys, right? Coinbase doesn't have them, you have them, that you don't have any counterparty risk. Well, this is just false. I mean, if anyone stops mining, you, you depend on these miners to tell you the value of your Bitcoin. Even if you hadn't moved it in years, you still depend on them. Um, Versus gold is mined once, right? I don't. No one who has gold now is depending on anyone mining gold right now to give value to their gold. So just because something is, um, because this is this is the thing the Bitcoiners don't understand is that tang something having physicality, something having a real physical presence does matter, because financial assets today of the modern world are all intangible. And they all have financial counterparty risk. Um, but Bitcoin, it's also intangible. So how does it escape this? They say it's peer-to-peer, -peer, which is false. No one actually sends uh, Bitcoin to someone else. 
right? Unless they have open dime, the hardware, right, that allows someone to actually use Bitcoin as a bearer instrument and hand someone the Bitcoin that's on this device where this device basically prevents the person who has it from seeing the key. So that's why, that's why you could transfer this thing, this physical thing with the Bitcoin to someone else because the idea is that they haven't seen the key. So um, until they break the seal, you haven't seen it either. So that's actually a really creative use of Bitcoin. Now, the Bitcoin doesn't actually move any, it, um, move at all on the blockchain. So you just hand your open dime to somebody. Yes, that's a true bearer bear, bear instrument. But Bitcoin itself is not because you, you constantly um, have to send your transactions if you want to move Bitcoin to these miners who have to basically stamp, stamp it, put it in the blockchain for anyone to see it. These are counterparties. These are, this is an intermediary. <laughs> And not only that, but you also depend on Bitcoin perpetuating to the future, to this community that keeps evangelizing it and keeps promoting it um, into the future. You, you depend on that. Like something physical like gold doesn't need any of that. It speaks for itself. Um, so this idea that Bitcoin can be final settlement, no, because you still have a bunch of humans having to come together. You still, if you have Bitcoin, you, you very much depend on people out there promoting it, keep on mining it, keep the network alive. You, you, you rely on the, on the lobbyist groups to keep the regulators, you know, off your back. So uh, there's a lot of risk in Bitcoin. And saying something's final settlement, this is a term that the Bitcoiners like to use, I think, to like sound like they, you know, like they're a better financial asset than all the other currencies in the world. I mean, it's just, just ask them, what do you mean by final settlement? And if they have a very narrow definition, this is usually what it is. It's a very narrow definition of what final settlement is. It means that your counterparty wants the Bitcoin, can look at the chain, and can see that they have it, right? They don't talk about all the nuances that goes into putting it, um, how many blocks away has it been confirmed. They don't talk about Ethereum and how it's centralized and how they can just overturn things. They don't talk about proof of stake and how this, this verification mechanism is going to be used or could be used to overturn a hack. Um, they don't talk about how Tether can freeze accounts. They don't talk about how, um, uh, they don't talk about um, all this stuff because they want people to think that it's a bare instrument, which I think is actually false. It can be turned into one. Like I said, with Open Dime, it can be turned into one, but it, it requires more than just using the Bitcoin network it requires using something like an open dime to make it truly uh bearer and if, if i think that's that, that that's great but it's not really feasible because these things are expensive and eventually someone's going to want to see the key maybe and move it or something but but so it it's not a, um it's not perfect but at least it improves bitcoin um putting it on an open dime and being able to just hand somebody the stick like and be able to say, hey, I've never seen this key, this private key, so you can trust that, that this is yours now because it's in your possession. And that's basically taking something that's that wasn't tangible and kind of making it more tangible, but again, not completely because Bitcoin itself, which is on the open dime stick, is still not a tangible asset. You still have risk of miners and risk of people attacking this thing and and just giving it up in the future.